Uh, yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Once again, it's your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. As promised, I do have my guest for the evening. This gentleman is no stranger to Cool Radio. Been here multiple times. We've kicked it. We've talked to music. We've talked all that good stuff. But he's now bringing a guest with them as well. So we got more people who join the conversation as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, I got my man Jay Good and my man Knock in the studio right now. Gentlemen, what's up? What's up? Good. I'm here, baby. What's going on? Cool mm-hmm. Radio. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So, like... It's been a minute since you've been here, man. It's been a minute, yeah, man. Yeah, dog. You know, I've been working, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Getting it in, doing my thug dizzle. Right, right. I see you. Bouncing from spot to spot. Mm-hmm. It's been, what, almost like, I would say like roughly a year now. Yeah. I mean, since the last time, since the last time you checked in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, how's the music been coming on? How's the how's the uh, response been for Clearview and all Crazy. that? Crazy. Um, I've been doing shows since January off Clearview. Mm-hmm. Um, all the way up to now, like. This is like the first break for me. Right. September. I don't know. I might have something coming up. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I might have some shows coming up okay. in September. Okay. But, um, yeah, man, it's the first time I took a real chill break. Like, since right. January, show after show after show, gig after gig. Right. It's been dope. People been copping, showing love. Yeah. Um, Came from nothing, 35K. Mm-hmm. The next one, 60K, tighten up with Knock On It. Mm-hmm. Introducing them to everybody. They they responded well. Yeah, I just did bro code. Mm-hmm. Sitting at six or seven k right now. I just dropped that though. That's what's up. But we'll bring that up. We'll bring that for up sure, real for sure. soon. It's so. still pretty fresh right now. Yeah, it's still fresh. So yeah. I'm loving it, man. I'm enjoying it. You know what I <clears> mean? <throat> I'm living my best life. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, man. So how how do you and Knock uh, get introduced together to make music? Well, this is my man's bro since mm-hmm. like high school. Like this is my dog. Like. Been down since day one, since 2012 right. when I first started out. Right, right, right. Knock was there, but um, it's funny because when I met you that time with mm. Just, yeah, yeah, um, Knock wasn't there at that time. I don't think oh, so. Okay, okay. Now I don't remember. Yeah, him being there. mine a long time ago, yeah, but I don't remember him being ago. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock wasn't there at the time, mm-hmm. but um, he was always ten toes down though. Right, right. You know what I mean? And you know, he could he could introduce himself, let everybody know what's going on. That's what's up, man. Yeah, yeah. Got your yeah, mic right yeah, here, my yeah, friend. Yeah, what's up? What's up, man? It's the boy and Knock, you know what I'm talking about? Good as day one, you hear me? Right, right. That's yeah. what's up, man. So, so Knock, man, how, how'd you, how'd you um, uh, decide to start music, man? Like, like what, what got you into that portion? Oh, man, I always I always liked it, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. I tried it, like, like like you say, you know, when, when, when I was rocking with Just, tried it, trash, you know what I'm saying, fell off. Like, the energy just wasn't there. Right. You know what I mean? But just being around it constantly... Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you will listen to something and you thinking to yourself like you know you had the potential, mm-hmm. so you think to yourself like yo maybe I, I could probably do that and do it even better. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? So I think just being around the influence and just being around that environment was what just yeah snapped me right back to it. Right, that's what's up. Yeah. Now speaking of the environment, man, I'm, I'm sensing an accent from you, man. Like <laughs> where, where, where are we from? I know you you residing in Toronto, but uh, I feel like your passport says otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guy, guy, extra step yeah, there. What's yeah, going on? <laughs> yeah, man. Shit, I was, I was, I was gonna leave it for the fans to find out on my on my upcoming project, man. You know, okay, what I'm saying? okay, so, okay. But just know, like, yeah, you know, been been here and there. We're gonna leave. Okay, that okay, that, now, that's fair. That's right. I want to spoil yeah, the surprise, you know. Yeah, yeah. But you know, beyond borders, though, beyond borders. Yeah, all right, all right. Yeah. Kind of hard getting through customs, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get the double look. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. So, so you know, through all your journeys, all your travels, what what brought you to Toronto then? Oh nah, that was just family. That that's was family, family related. Yeah, that was just family related. Okay, yeah. that's what's up. That's what's up, man. So you know what? Um, you guys were here when I was just talking about the whole Mac Miller situation, man. Right. I know we were kind of breaking it down like off the air, like. Right. But yeah, like 
immediately right off the bat, like, this is basically breaking news at this point. Like, yeah. w- what's your take on that on that scenario or on that uh, on that situation? Rest in peace, Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, for real, Mac was one of them nice rappers to me. Mm-hmm. But you know, I guess he was going through a situation. I never really like paid attention to know that he was really on the drugs like that. Mm-hmm. Like I would hear a couple of bangers from him and be like, you know, Mac could spit. Mm-hmm. But damn, man, I mean, somebody should at least took him to the side, try to make him do rehab or something, right? To make him get up off it. But mm-hmm. they obviously probably watched him, and then. Now, unfortunately, he passed, and everybody's probably gonna go crazy, which mm-hmm. sucks. Of course, right? And yeah. I was like, "What could you say?" Cause like you just said, I'm sure sometimes you could look into an individual's face, especially if it's your people's, right? Mm-hmm. And you could tell like something was not right, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, what I mean, dude's not laughing the way he used to, or yeah, you know what I'm saying? So right now, now they're gonna sit there and say, "Oh, I should have said something." Right, and exactly. I think, I think Mac was independent, right? For yeah, a he, while. yeah, like, he was indie. He was indie. I think yeah, he was still indie. He was a smart kid. Like right. he was getting a lot of money doing his thing. Like he was, he was a smart ass kid. Like right, it's just fucked up, man. Like yeah. damn, like they should have, they should at least try to do something, man. Right, no, most definitely, man. And like you're saying, like of his, of his, um, his. Basically, his intelligence of like where the the game was going as far as like right. consumership. Yeah. I mean, like he he kind of banked on himself to be an indie artist because yeah. he had a large internet following exactly. and basically now he's kind of one dictating his own terms and he has that solid fan, ba- right. fan base that's going to buy his music I mean mm-hmm. he's charted multiple times on, on Billboard Hot 100 mm-hmm. on Billboard Top 40 and what have you right. so he was kind of one of the first artists to kind of break that mold of right. not needing the major and then Chance kind of took over that and you know a whole bunch of yeah, artists Matt in between Moore did it too yeah right. absolutely like, yeah like I pay attention to these guys. I don't really listen to like those two that much, but mm-hmm. I know they can rap though. Like right. Macklemore could rap. He could, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I pay attention to the independent thing because that's something I want to get into. Like I'm kind of dabbling into it. Like mm-hmm. the Mac Millers, the Macklemores, the um Nipsey Hustles, mm-hmm. Master P. Like you gotta look at guys like these, man. That you know got it from the mud and just kept it mm-hmm. <clears throat> part of me within the family. Like. And never really settled unless they feel like they got they got to settle. Like even two chains, he went major after. Mm-hmm. But his independent swag was crazy, right? You know? So it's like he didn't even really need to go. But I guess they had the right bag for him. So mm-hmm. yeah, like it's just it's just fucked up that you know Mac had to go all like that. Twenty six years old, not even for thirty real? yet. Like, yeah, for real. that's crazy, right? And it's and it's funny you said because like I just turned thirty not too long ago. Word, so the yeah. fact that like this guy, you know, he's passed away. It's like. And he wasn't even anywhere close to my age. I'm like, yeah. that makes you put things into perspective, man. right? And like, I just hope that like this generation learns, um, you know, with like a lot of like the the guys like Trippy Red and, and Lil oh, Pump man. and all. I, don't I, I know. just I just hope they they find some <laughs> semblance of like knowledge and just know that Young. it's it's not worth. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because like. You can't live forever. We're not gods. We're not titans or anything like that. Like right. we're just human at the end of the day. <laughs> that that right? joke made them feel like they're gods. Though. Yeah, for, yeah. Trust <laughs> me. Boys. Exactly, These man. Boys are crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. they're crazy. Right. So I just hope that they that they would learn from this, especially with him being gone and them losing Triple X Tentacion earlier this year. Mind you, his wasn't like drug related or anything like that, but still, course, someone yeah. who was like what twenty years old, I think, when he yeah. died. Yeah. So yeah, man. Like, life isn't a game. Like you can have fun during life, but don't have fun playing with your life like that you know exactly. what i mean um yeah but not nah, it's it's a damn shame right now i hope we get some more info on it um i was just reading a little bit in general about the situation and basically you know 
I never really paid attention to it too often just because I thought it was just like the random incident here and there, but I didn't know that he was actually like a junkie for it. Like unless if you listen to his music, right? That's but what I'm again, saying. you're I not you're not thinking, Oh, he goes through this all the time. Maybe right. he just has a spill every now and right. again, but he was consistently going through it. Yeah, like you for me I couldn't even tell because like most of the younger generation, they so stupid, they look the part. Right. You see them, I'm right. like, oh, yeah, sure, you're a fucking dopey. You're you a drug head. Look, look at his face. Yeah. Or look at her or whatever. Right. But at the same time, it's like, at what point At what point do you say to yourself, okay, maybe this person is using that drugs to cover something up? Yeah. A lot of times, especially especially in the hip-hop industry, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Your emotions are not something that... Nowadays, like, you have rappers coming out talking about their emotions, but yeah, for yeah, the yeah, most for part... Sure. Yeah. With the big ego, yeah, it's like if you come out with this kind of way where it's kind of like, yo, I'm I'm turning up all day, like, yeah, like like you know what I'm saying I got this energy with me. It's like, it's like, oh shit, no, I got to talk about my feelings. I'm gonna look stupid, right? Yeah. Or so, they say he's soft, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, he's weak, <laughs> but like, like he's not human. Like you can't go through things. Right. It's like nigga, if you going through something, my nigga, like. Like, like for example, I've been through shit. Goody been through shit. Well, I've been through shit. And this time, when we call each other up as bros, mm-hmm. and that's the thing is like, if 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 you call that person family, man, you supposed to be able to call that person and be like, hey, yo, man, let me just let me just talk to you with a one on one real quick because I'm going through some shit. I don't know how to deal with it right. Maybe I'm not dealing with it right. Mm. Like, what's up? What you think? Like, that's you could do that. You should, yeah, you should, yeah like you know, mm-hmm. gotta spill, man. Like, yeah. spill it out. Let it let let it be known. Like, yo, mm-hmm. this is what I'm going through. Fast, because sometimes right. you could be around your man's and. Especially when like you might you might not you might be working or you know with with, with the artists they might be busy so sometimes the only time you might see certain people mm-hmm. is is when you're in town or you're not as busy and then for the most part you're probably going to a party mm-hmm. so it's like you probably don't even get to really see that side of that person like yo maybe this person going through something mm-hmm. or you might catch a whiff of it but then you might be like nah maybe I'm tripping but it's like yo something you got to be like yo what's up man I, you know what's going on with you you know what I mean like what's what's good but you know mm-hmm. sad bro sad it is no absolutely. And, you know, it's funny that you guys brought up, uh, what was it that you guys brought up just now? It was, uh, yeah, rappers, you know, looking to, like, perceived to be soft and what have you. Yeah. But if, if, you, if, you, if we all, like, just take a moment and remember, I mean, let's remember the 90s, for example. There was a lot of rappers who expressed their emotions and, like, how they were feeling. True. But I think people kind of put, a, a, like, a, somewhat of a gaze over it because of the fact that, at the same time, they expressed so much bravado. Yeah, like, yeah, look yeah. at, like, Tupac, for example. Like, he, he talked about he Dude. talked about depression on the regular basis, man. Yeah, he talked yeah, about having yeah, just yeah, killing yeah. himself. Mm-hmm. But because he was all thug was life, so thug wrong, life. Yeah. Shirt off, tattoos, whatever bandana on, like he had that bravado going, so people kind of yeah. allowed it. Same yeah. thing with DMX. DMX was nowhere near being like a quote unquote pretty boy or anything like that. Too. Like he yeah. was raw with it. Again, shirt off, bald head, has a gruff to his voice, whatever. He, he has dogs on the chains all the time. Word. But he's talking about, <laughs> I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. My grandmother never loved me, et cetera, et cetera. But what, I would like, say, what I would it, say about these guys, yeah. though, these dudes is real dudes, real prophets, though, like yeah. real rap prophets, like. They telling you about their life and they're not ashamed or afraid mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. tell you what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Jay on song cry. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They said I was ugly and wouldn't touch me. Mm-hmm. Then they pulled. Then I pulled out in that dubbed out buggy. Yeah. Oh, you don't remember <laughs> that? Well, I don't remember you. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so it's like I feel like this generation like it's just too cluttered with the the turn up stuff. Like yeah. everybody mm-hmm. want to turn up, nobody want to turn down for a second. Right. But let's let's not forget, like you know, you still have you still have Nipsey Hussle, you still have the Ace Hoods, you of still course, have the J Coles, the Kendrick. You still have guys who who still talk of about course, it, like of right. course, that but, they go but, do shit exactly. But yeah. again, though, like if you look at like day genre music versus the turn up genre music, and the turn up genre, you don't hear that, right? You don't really hear artists come out and say like, "Yo, I need help," right? You know what I'm saying, like, right? 
since Pac, Pac was real, he'll fight you. He'll hug you after. He'll dap you. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, right. He, he was a he was a raw guy. Right. But I think I think <clears throat> like when it, when it comes to those guys like, like Pac, DMX, those guys, the things of that nature, I think people kind of gave them that pass for being emotional because like nine out of ten times, like they're the majority of the content is like very aggressive and, yeah. and they exuded you know like the 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 gangster rap stereotype. But then you have a guy like Jay Cole, for example, mm-hmm. who. Is now benefiting from the awareness that this generation has with him being so forthgiving about how he feels about yeah. A, B, and C, for example. But he doesn't have that gangster appeal, which is perfect for this generation. Yeah. In 1995, if that were the case, not saying that people would clown him, but they probably just wouldn't take him seriously in, in that front. Yeah, just because would. of what yeah. like the mentality was like back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess. It depends, I guess. Mm-hmm. I hear what you're saying, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they probably would look at him. Yeah, it's just that because he doesn't have that... that Overt, you know, gangster bravado like like, like, like Tupac age, yeah. or or like the or even the game hat or or even DMX or anything like that. He's just very like he looks like a very average everyday type of person, basically. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't yeah. have a celebrity vibe. Doesn't have the yeah. thug vibe or anything like that. Just like average dude, you probably walk past Kensington Market or something like that. But, you know what but, I mean? But I think it probably comes down to like the fact that now if you look at you know. You could, you could like, even your setup right now, like, mm-hmm. you could have a local thing and it reaches so much people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's today's world, like, versus back then, you know, you only had this and that source to get to the people versus nowadays where you could put something on YouTube, you could put it here, yeah. you could put mm-hmm. it there. Right. And anybody at any time in the world could see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not like, oh, you got to wait until 8 p.m. Atlantic. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, yeah, so, Pacific time. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's like, yeah. so it's like, of course. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, disrespecting J Cole's talent or craft because I'm a fan mm-hmm. by any means. But I definitely hear what you're saying. But I also think it's just the way how things are set up nowadays. With yeah, the times is probably it's yeah, it's so much right? more easy to reach somebody like yeah, nowadays. Yeah. You know, what I was mean? raw in the '90s. Like, <laughs> tell like '90s, the '90s. <laughs> We was babies, obviously, but mm-hmm. could you imagine if we was grown? Like, it was probably tough growing up in the 90s. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, right. each decade before that as well, 80s, 70s, you know I mean? 60s when they were fighting for civil rights, yeah, 50s yeah. when they didn't have any, right. 30s when people were still being lynched, so on and right. so forth. Like, exactly. you just go so, back down the clock. Like, now it's like, it's easy to grow up now. Right. Other than the ruckus and... Well, in comparison to back then, oh, right. Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. if you're a kid and you growing up right now, like, what do you really... I mean, this thing that's going on that's it's crazy. shit that you go through. Right. What are you yeah. really complaining about exactly. opposed to, like, the 90s? Exactly. You know right. what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. I was having a conversation. I don't, I don't really put their business out there like that. But, like, you know, it was somebody talking about their kid, you know, not focusing on um, graduating high school. I'm like, listen... I'm not saying you you can't have success without the education, but at least get your high school in, man. Because mm-hmm. it's easy. High school is easy to me because yeah. it's like you go in the MacBook, the answers at the back. Yeah, yeah exactly. You, you got English That's- class? <laughs> go on Google. It's true. <laughs> true. You know what I'm saying like it's what <laughs> like what do you like when you talking about like oh man yo I'm not trying to like my nigga like I know somebody the other day who had a chance at a, at, a, at a job making like three stacks a week. Mm-hmm. Because he had his high school papers, it was like nah, and that's all they needed. Like think yeah. about it: if you got your high school and your and your G license over here, mm-hmm. you could be all right, and you could get in position to start making big moves that that you want to make. Right. So it's like I don't know what they're complaining about, man. It's crazy. Right. Yeah, man. A lot of time is connection too. Like yeah, North that a, too. North America's connection. Exactly. Motherfucker come here from Zimbabwe and just learn the country. Facts. Right. Finesse it more than people that are from here, Facts. born here. Mm-hmm. Embarrassed the nigga. Like, it's true. Boom. 
Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, shit, you niggas want to complain, man? Go to go to go to these third world countries. I'm, I'm Jamaican originally, man. So go there, nigga. I'll tell you, like, by the age of nine, I done seen enough shit that will dramatize a nigga. Right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So. That's real, oh, man. Yeah, it just makes you put life into perspective at the end of the day. Yeah. So, you know, once again, man, recipes to Mac Miller. Um, piece, it's, man. it's it's always it's always a shame to hear stories like this. Hopefully, you know, this will be the last one that we hear for, for a very long time because we definitely don't want to hear anything like that at all. But nonetheless, you know, the game keeps moving forward and what have you. We still have plenty of artists to look forward to, to, you know, provide enlightening content and then so on and so forth. As far as, you know, the trap crowd and, like, the, the mumble crowd, whatever you want to call it, I just hope they see that and know that those type of, type of consequences lie ahead if you continue, you know, this path that you're going downwards uh-huh. anyway. But nonetheless, ladies and gentlemen, we got some things to get to. Uh, we have more topics to get to uh, on the second half of the show. But before we get to that, we're going to play some music. This one's from my, from my man, Jay Good, who is our guest for tonight, as long as with his man, Knock. This one is called Trap All Day. So we'll be right back after uh-huh. these messages. Yeah. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Once again, it's your man, DM Cool. And this is Cool Radio. And I got my man, Jay Good, and Knock in the building, in case you're just tuning in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still uh-huh. here. Yeah. All right, man. So let's get into these topics, man. Let's get into Trip Talk real quick. So uh-huh. we're going to talk about three of the hottest topics that took place within pop culture this week, man. So I figure the first one we need to talk about is Colin Kaepernick, all right? Right. So basically, with Colin Kaepernick, him and Nike have collaborated on the 30th, 30th anniversary of the Just Do It campaign. There was a, uh, a commercial that was released with Colin Kaepernick just narrating a whole bunch of instances where, you know, if you don't give up, then, like, eventually you're going to succeed. Like, reach your ultimate limits as if you have no limits, et cetera, et cetera. And they actually premiered that uh, commercial during Thursday, uh, Thursday Night Football, actually, because Nike bought ad space from the NFL just so they could do that. So it's a little bit of a sting in the eye to the NFL, which I love because, you know, I'm always here for the petty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, beyond that, man, it's it sparked like a, a movement, basically. Hey, it's true. I love the petty, man. Fuck. I'm not going to do that. But, yeah, uh, so, yeah, <clears throat> it's bit. It's basically like sparked a, uh, like a whole bunch of debates throughout the nation right now. You have a lot of people joining in on it. People have kind of created their own memes out of out of the uh, the picture that he sent and what have you. Uh, but nonetheless, <clears throat> with what Kaepernick is doing with Nike right now, what do you guys think about this move that that Nike is making as far as making you know socially conscious like statements and stuff like that? What's your guys' take on it? Knock. I'll start with you. Oh man, shoot! <laughs> right in the spotlight. Yeah. yeah, I mean, now I'm with that man. Like to be honest with you, I didn't, I didn't see the the original, mm-hmm. but I did catch a few memes online, and I think I think the people need that sometimes. Like mm-hmm. sometimes when you just you just grows, you know, just flying through on the gram or whatever you're doing, and you mm-hmm. you might catch that one thing that you might have need that for the day. Like you might right. that that might have been your gas of the day. So I, I I dig it. Right, right. I mean, big shout out to Nike. Like whatever. You know, all the controversies they have, whatever else people want to say about them, man, that's still big for them to do that and take someone as controversial as that to mm-hmm. do it too. You you catching eyes with that, right? Smart. Right. Most definitely, Goody. What's your uh, yeah, take on I, that? I feel the same way. I feel like I feel like Nike take care of their athletes, like mm-hmm. they stand by them, right? Like they could have ran away, right? You know what I mean, almost everybody ran away. Facts. So them holding them down, I think that's dope. Mm-hmm. Is capped at that type of respect that he deserved, right? You know, other than outside of our our culture, because you know we got his back. But mm-hmm. 
for the Nike boys to be behind them. That's that's lit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, man. And like like you said, like they stand behind a lot of their athletes who have gotten into some sort of a tiff. Like they they stood for Serena when, oh, yeah. when her outfit got banned. They yep. stood. They they quietly built up Kobe after the whole Colorado scandal yep. thing. Mm-hmm. So like they they've been the, even even with Tiger yeah. after the whole scandal yes, with his wife yep. and what have you, right? <laughs> so like they they build up their brands, but it's also because like not only are those people polarizing athletes. But let's be honest, like, when we're talking about dollars and cents, they are their, you know, quote-unquote prized possessions, basically. Like, they are, like, yeah. the, the standard bearers for, you know, their their brand, basically. So, exactly. of course, you want to protect your investment. Well, you and at to. the same time, you know, you're tapping into the pulse of what's happening right now yeah. as far as, you know, uh, discussions about social change and social awareness mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, you know, on one end, like, they can be sincere about that. On the other end, they could be capitalizing on, mm-hmm. on the conversation mm-hmm. that's taking place. But... Why not? Because even though if you even if you're doing it from a dollars standpoint, you're still at least benefiting, you know, yeah. your 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 community and what have you. And you're you're most likely appealing to the people who buy your yeah, stuff that, in the first place exactly. anyway. I was yeah. yeah, I was about to say that like then there was there was someone on C B twenty four earlier this week that was talking about like the, the one of their latest adverse or whatnot with Serena Williams and a lot of different cultures and mm-hmm. and, and the, the dude that was actually a white guy too and that's what I'm saying you can't knock all white people because there's white people that love black people too mm-hmm. and love other cultures and this guy he was like saying like yo listen man you know for the peoples out there who, who got a problem with the, the, the multicultural commercial like Nike's just catering to the people that, that they know buying their stuff yeah like, exactly that's <laughs> what you're supposed to do <laughs> yeah, like, buying it's it, called like, demographics yeah. <laughs> most likely like. like am I gonna sell fast food to vegans like no <laughs> exactly bro like you know what I mean so how can you be mad so yeah right. and it's like I feel like that's real I feel like they're doing it not I mean they might be doing it for the dollars but I feel like they're not really doing it for the dollars because it's like Kaepernick like He's a prized possession to us, but I feel like to the world, it might not be as sane mm-hmm. the way how they talk about him. I feel like they bashed him more, of course, on a lot of social yeah. media. It's outlets. double standard, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like opposed to how we held him down. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they could have really ran away. Like a lot of people would just run and be like, "Yo, he's not um, a prized possession right now. He's not Odell Beckham right now. Right? Like he's not somebody who's out there right now. When's the last time he played in the league? Like." They could have used that kind of excuse, but it's like, you mm-hmm. know what? I like what this dude stands for and what he represents. Mm-hmm. I'm with it. And it represents their biggest slogan, just do it. That's right. what Nike been about, like, you know, just do what you got to do. Do it. Get it done. So <laughs> Exactly. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Word, you saw your cousin Plies talking about it? Nah, I didn't even see him. <laughs> nah, I can't. Just do it. Big man. <laughs> I don't want to argue with you. No. <laughs> you man. You, you big man. man. <laughs> that was, I yeah, wear my That's <laughs> a fool. Yeah, man. man. <laughs> Funny, man. But, excuse me. But yeah, definitely. Um, definitely, like, yeah, it's a big move from Nike nonetheless. Yeah, man. Um, it's, it shows that, at the very least, they're on the pulse of what's happening within pop culture right now. Mm-hmm. And they know some of their biggest athletes that are signed on, onto their brand advocate for change too. So yep. again, just profile them and you're going to tap into a market that a lot of people have been wanting to tap into for a long time, but haven't because that's always been shunned basically. Yeah, so man. now it's, I'm, I'm glad that there's more conversation that's taking place because a lot of people have it confused as to why he did the, uh, the knee, the, the knee in the first place. Yeah. And on top of that, again, I just love the fact that they air this during 
Thursday Night Football in the NFL. Like, mm-hmm. it's a perfect place to put it on. <laughs> yeah. And there's a whole bunch of other things that, you know, took place during the uh, during the whole Kaepernick situation. But I'm going to get to that later in a later segment of the show. Okay. But nonetheless, guys, what do you guys think about, about, you know, Kaepernick and Nike? Like, is it the perfect partnership? Does Kaepernick not need to be in the NFL anymore? Like, is he is he pretty much good to go with Nike and all that? Uh, either way, let me know. Hit me up with your thoughts on social media, on all social media platforms at Cool Radio CC. Now let's get into the other topic. All right, this one, this one hit me out of nowhere. Like it was hard for me to follow because like bombs are just being thrown all over the place. Man, I'm talking about Eminem versus Machine Gun Kelly oh, versus G Easy. Okay, so. We were all blindsided when Eminem decided to come out with a surprise album on Friday. I feel like that's a thing nowadays. Everyone just puts out surprise albums, which yeah. is cool. I'm not mad. I'm not complaining. I'm just feeling like that's a thing. But anyways, he puts out a surprise album, Kamikaze, and it's actually – I haven't listened to it yet, but it's been very well received by most outlets. Uh, for me, Eminem kind of fell off after the after uh, uh, the Eminem show. Since then, his music has been a little bit hit or miss for me for the mm. most part. I would rather just prefer the features, but that's just me. Um, especially after Marshall Mathers Part 2. I was like, nah, that's just had the same Marshall Mathers vibe. But that's besides the point. Uh, this album seems to be quelling a lot of people's thirst as far as wanting to hear Eminem, what he does, what he does best. And he was dissing a whole bunch of people throughout the album. And two of the people that he dissed were Machine Gun Kelly. And I believe he dissed g Easy as well. So with Machine Gun Kelly in particular, he dissed him because of a subliminal diss that MGK threw at Eminem on a Tech Nine on a Tech Nine record, so that prompted Eminem to respond back. But even before then, going back to 2012, um, what's his name? MGK basically tweeted about Eminem's daughter and basically said that she was hot or whatever. I think she was 16 at the time, but he was probably what 20, 21 at the time. Like he's uh, yeah, he's kind yeah. of a young guy too. I'm not sure what his age is, but I'm sure he was pretty close to her age nonetheless. Yeah. So MGK alleged on his uh, record Rap Devil that Eminem got him blackballed in the industry, uh, all because of the the tweet that he threw mm-hmm. out about his daughter and what have you. So I don't know if that's true. I hope that's not true because it kind of makes Eminem look like a, uh, like a hypocrite in that yep. regard. But nonetheless. He went at it with Eminem. Eminem was rumored to be releasing a uh, a rebuttal to it today. Haven't got anything so far. But then where G-Eazy kind of ties into this is that he was just by Eminem as well. But G-Eazy didn't go at Eminem. He went at MGK in particular because MGK, in a completely separate incident, did a uh, freestyle on Funk Flex talking about basically dissing G-Eazy about he took his girl and all that stuff. So then G-Eazy responded to him in a, in a record. I can't remember the name of the record, but it was solely about him. So now we got this like triple threat match. For like the intercontinental <laughs> title right now in rap between Eminem, G Easy, and, and Machine Gun Kelly. I feel like we should get like JR and, and Jerry Lawler on commentary for this. I feel like me and Gene Oakland should be the one announcing the match. And I feel like I feel like we should get Mike Kyoto to, to be the referee. But anyways. I'm just (laughs) listen. I'm confused by all this right now. I don't know why this is happening, but the petty part of me is like in the fact that three white guys attacking each other. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm just saying. Once it's not black on black, right? Exactly. Yes, yes. It's white on white on white crime. I love it. It's amazing. Not even just white on white, but white on white on white because it's three white guys. This is amazing. Man, this is. 
I I haven't experienced a dream this great since Wakanda. Oh, okay, shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm just saying, I, I'm, I'm being petty right now, but I'm being honest with my pettiness as well. I got I got to be real, man. This is this is like. This like this must be what white privilege feels like. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure. Sit back and be like, look at these motherfuckers. And just look. You know what I mean? Like we gotta do anything. We don't have to answer anybody. We don't have to make an explanation for ourselves. It's not a congressional hearing. It's not some sort of hip hop summit. We're just sitting back like, oh, it's three white guys this time. What? Shit! Let me get my popcorn real quick. Come on. Hey, I'm I'm lo- I'm here for it. I'm I'm loving this. It's, it's competitive rap. No yeah. one's tweeting at each other. It's just guys rapping at each other. Mm-hmm. Bring it back to hip hop. That's all I like. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, what do you guys think about the story? Like, what was your reaction to to the whole beef? Good. I'll, I'll start with you, man. When I heard the MGK this, I was like, Ooh, that Yo. shit was bananas. It, it, it was kind of it was, was kind of dope. So I'm not gonna lie. That was hard. I was like, yeah. God, he like yeah. <laughs> he hit he hit him with he hit M with one with that one. It's like it's one zero right now for MGK right now. He needs some milk. Yeah, it's one zero right now. Um, I heard Jeezy's too. Jeezy's nice. I didn't even know he could rap like that. Yeah, I, I, people have been Fuck. telling me for the longest time, but I haven't listened to like a whole lot this, of this. This was yet. nice. Like I heard him. I heard him on a song with Yo Gotti too on the radio. I'm like, that's Jeezy. Yeah, he has a nice little flow. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, man, it's good, man. I like it. Yeah, I like I'm not it. mad at it. M, I don't know what he's gonna come with, but I'm just saying though, like, please, like, get straight to the point. Like, <laughs> you come for them, like, or if you come for him, just I just need I just need M to go straight to the point, like, right, like straight to the point, dog. Like I need that. I never knew why, knew why, like that kind of flow, like right. just just tear him up if you're gonna tear him up, right? You know what I mean? Pause, but I don't really want the. Ribbity ribbity, ramakadabical jabical shit. You know, I don't, I don't really want to hear that. Like, right. I want to hear bars, but sick. cutthroat bars. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Like, like he can save that for like his other records. Yeah, but like, like when it comes well, to the just records. Yeah, just you, if you're gonna right. demolish him, demolish him. <laughs> right. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if the MGK thing being blackball wasn't true. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because you know how this industry is like. Yeah, but you wouldn't expect that from M though. You no, know what I, I mean? I would. I wouldn't. Ex- I hope that's not true too. I yeah. would, he doesn't need to do that. Because at the end of the day, MGK will never be as big as Eminem. Right. MGK, I like him. He's nice. He could mm. spit too. Yeah. Good performer. But you're never gonna be big as Eminem. Eminem's probably gonna be the big white rap white rapper ever. Like the biggest yeah. white rapper ever. Right. Like mm. no no other white rapper has done it at this level exactly yeah. for this long as well. And yeah. especially like what, the fact that you can drop an album out of nowhere and right. have people talking about it. Exactly. And what he's he done and conquered. Like yo, M M's with this shits too. He ain't no punk like. He, he's gonna, he'll come for you. Definitely not, man. Like he, he don't even like his own mama, man. Yeah, that's when you know he has nothing to lose. Like a pistol All whip right. his step pops, like. <laughs> Jesus, that's my, that's my Sorry. hero. Well, I was like, yo, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> this trying, to, man, like, trying to do that. Right. I, wish, I wish the people could see this dumbass. <laughs> I know, right? It's crazy. I was a step pop. Yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't do shit. I heard, I heard him say, say that he did that. I'm like, yo, this dude is crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he was like the obligatory like crazy white guy they gotta have in the crew of like minorities or whatever. Yeah, just, just as an insurance policy. But, yeah, but he's like one of us though because he grew up with us. Yeah, it's so true. it's like it's just a you know you know like he's just white. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's my nigga. Like he's just a white nigga. Like a white. Uh, I mean, like yeah. that's my yeah. Oreo yeah. nigga. Like <laughs> an original Oreo nigga too. Like the real deal. Like Tokyo. Like if you think to... about it, he's not trying to force nothing. Nah. He grew up. You seen his movie? Everybody yeah. grew up with was black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. I mean, what you gonna say to that? Right, he's just very transparent. Yeah, 
And he's still not running around saying the N-word, this, that, and the third. Like, right. He's just cool on that. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, you know what? It's kind of hard to tell, like, where this beef is going to go. I mean, I guess it's sort of a beef. Not really, but, like, no. this yeah. battle, I'll just call it a battle. It's kind of interesting to see where it goes because we don't know if g is, is going to respond to the Eminem thing. He probably won't. Um, I doubt he will. Yeah, I yeah. kind of doubt that I as well. I think he respects Eminem too much. Right, right, right. Whereas with him and, and MGK, like, I'm kind of curious to know what their issues are because on one end, MGK saying that he slept with this girl or something like that, and like I didn't even know like they so, were deep like that. So, so niggas beefing over. Well, sorry, crackers beefing over uh, bitches. I guess so. I, <laughs> l- listen, man, the the nation of Troy fell because of a woman. All right, the you know, the Crips, the other word. Oh, the air, man, bruh. Hey, hey, listen, people, with not what you see is what you get, man. You know what I mean? I'm sorry if I offended somebody, but don't take it personal, man. You can talk shit about me too. You can sit there and be like, oh, I'm motherfucking nigga. You can go ahead and let it out, man. But don't take it personal. I still love my white peoples, man. What's up? You know what I mean? One of my favorite man. Matter of fact, two of my favorite managers was white. Like, what's up, man? I still love my white people, man. Like, you know what nah. that just sounded like? You know, you know when a white person's like, oh, I'm not racist. I got one black friend. Nah, I'm not even gonna hit you with the black friends. I'm gonna hit you with the favorite. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sweeten it up for you, make you feel like a superstar, really. You know what I mean? But nah, nah, I don't, I, nah, man. <laughs> but I still don't fuck with some of y'all, though. <clears throat> yeah. Oh man, yeah. yeah, yeah, for obvious reasons. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm just saying that. Yeah. Like, let's not make America great again. You know? What I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trump, <clears throat> right? Yeah. So yeah, I'll, yeah, I'm curious to see where this beef will go. It's very mm-hmm. interesting because. It's been a while since Eminem's been in a beef with anyone, for that matter. And like mm-hmm. when you really think about it, he hasn't had a beef with anyone who was like on that caliber of a lyricist with him, other than maybe Cannabis, which is like very short lived. Yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. like twenty years ago almost. Yeah, right. But yeah, either way, man, like I haven't seen Eminem like this in a very long time, and so far. We have the back and forth between him and MGK, so that should be good enough. So we'll see where it goes. We kind of know Joe Budden kind of got a little bit involved oh, when his thing got thrown in. <laughs> well, that deserves its own separate podcast, basically. Joe but, is so funny. <laughs> but definitely, I would love to get everyone's take on this. So please hit me up on social media at Cool Radio CC and let me know what you're thinking about this beef. And final topic, man <clears throat> Kanye West, all right? Oh so Kanye West, you know, frequent wankster of the week on Core Radio, um, was actually <clears throat> on a radio show in Chicago. And it was, apparently it was his first time back in Chicago in X amount of years. And basically he was on a radio station to talk about the whole uh, MAGA hat situation and the whole, um, what was it, uh, slavery was a choice and all that stuff. So he was trying to talk about where he was coming from with the standpoint and what have you. And basically, he just came out with this apology and what have you. And there are tears being shed and all that stuff. And I'm just like, I'm not going to shame a man for crying, obviously. But like at the same time, I don't believe it. And the reason why I don't believe it is because of the fact that anytime this guy speaks... He'll only come out to speak when he's about to sell us something, mm-hmm. whether it's new sneakers, a new album, more holes in his clothing line. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's only when he's trying to promote something. So <clears throat> him coming on to the show, who knows what he's coming out with? Maybe new Yeezys? I don't know. But basically, while they're in that same interview, uh, they're also discussing the uh, the Drake and Pusha T beef, basically. And he was trying to make the case stating <clears throat> that... He uh, that he didn't give Pusha T the information about all that, so he basically apologized to Drake as well, 
and basically said how he doesn't want any beef and how, you know, he's not trying to step on anyone's toes, etc., etc., etc. So, I got a lot to say on this, but before I do, uh, I want to get your guys' take on that. Knock, I'll start with you, man. Negro, please. Negro, please. Where do I start? They, so, so he he. So they asked him about the Pusha T situation. He's saying he didn't know. He who the fuck cares? That he didn't give him that information about <laughs> the the Adidas rollout and all that. Wow. Like who who the fuck cares? Like the end of the day. <laughs> The way I see it, like I, I, I didn't even take that beef, or I can't even call it beef. It was just, you know, lyrical, lyrical, like a battle, basically. Yeah, lyrical yeah, yeah. brutality, and it was, it was really petty, though. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> there's plenty of petty. Nigga calling that nigga a deadbeat daddy. <laughs> when I was listening to Story of Adidas, <laughs> he said, "What? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, well, Drake got a kid? <laughs> For real? You know what I mean?" That was one of the most ratchet rap battles I've ever seen yeah, in 20. It, it, that it, shit was ratchet, it man. It was pretty petty. <laughs> like, Better let a ring on you like Virginia Williams. <laughs> shit. Okay, you know Drake. But oh. Drake was coming for that smoke. Yeah, man. But the Kanye West, you know, with the whole slave, you know, I, I'll probably just, you know, restate what a lot of a lot of, a lot lot of of intelligent folks done said already. Like, he's just a man with who feels that like he got a lot of power and he got... He got a stage to speak on, and the thing with Kanye is that sometimes I think he get beside he gets beside himself where he feels like, you know, if I if I if I say this or say that, I'm right. Yeah, I'm Kanye, which is to me is very pathetic. Um, for you to come out there and say, oh, people are choosing to be slaves, mm. and you don't even speak about the the, the civil wars and and different different countries and different different cultures that was going through slavery and speak about their fights and all of that. Mm-hmm. It's like you 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 basically making the, the whole black culture that was in and and it wasn't just black people that was enslaved but you, but you was talking about black people so you basically made it look like we are a bunch of pussies. Mm-hmm. For how, how many years? Because you're just basically saying, man, we're just sitting there and and getting whips on whips whips on our backs and blase blase and getting killed and hanged and and you name it. Like we just lined up just to be like, yeah, I'm next, man. That's to hang me, right, right, like, like really, nigga. Yeah. So for you to come out now with your bitch ass, it's oh, like shit. it's like you just yeah, word, like and and it's sad because I used to be such a big <laughs> such a big Kanye fan, but it's like I'm disappointed because. You 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 gonna come out here with, with crying with the sniffles? <laughs> you know I'm I'm the sorry, nigga. He said, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 cry like cry me a river, nigga. Shit, yo, I thought I, damn, I thought I gave Kanye the business before. Shit, this guy came, with the, guy came with the flamethrower. My goodness, like cry me a river, like bro, like it's like you just woke up and realized, oh yeah, I'm black. Like for real, bro. Like like come on with the cap, bro. Right, I'm not really hearing it, so. I'm not even gonna sit here and really go back and forth with him about it, cause or just in general about it, cause to me it's kind of like, bro, you need to, you need to, you know, stop eating that 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 coochie for a bit and that booty. Damn. You know what I mean? Stop, you know, wow. stop dropping in your knees and praying, cause you're not praying to God. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And and yeah, I done took it there. And I know he's not gonna hear this. Or even if he did, he's just gonna start yelling and going ballistic. And I don't even give a fuck about you it. You don't got the answers, not yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. The answers right. ain't no Ralph though. <laughs> yeah, ain't no Ralph it's, though. Ex- 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 exactly. And it just goes to show me how shallow you are because it's kind of like, bro, you mean to tell me that 
if if I'm not Ralph or whoever the hell you praising, mm-hmm. I don't have a voice, nigga. Like really? So crazy. It's, it's like that's crazy to me. And and you you know apologizing to Drake and Ray Ray, you like come on, bro. You supposed to ride with your man's no matter what. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And and like I said, I would the, the Pusha T and, and the Drake situation. I don't I, I would never think that thing would have got physical. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just think it was just back and forth, back and forth, really ratchet back and forth. But yeah. for you, I don't think you really need to apologize like that. They're too grown, man. Let them handle their business. And if, if they go to a show and it gets a little gangster, then, hey, let them get their one-on-ones in, man. Yeah. You know, let them do their thing. But whatever. Yeah, man. Um, Good. What, what's your what's your opinion on this? Yeah, this boy crazy, man. I mean, <laughs> Kanye always saying some wild boy shit. Like, I don't even understand Kanye nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, Right. He makes no sense at all. Like, Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> when it comes to Kanye nowadays, it's like, like I was saying before, like whenever he decides to speak, it's only because he's about to sell something. Right. So if it's a new album, new this, new that, or some sort of Kardashian promo, that's what's going to happen. So him apologizing to Drake, he he himself must have some sort of rollout happening. Yep. Because why, why would you talk about it? In fact... Not only why would you talk about it, like why would you apologize to him on social media? Right. Why not have that private one on one conversation yeah, if you're that sincere about it? Right. Why do you have to yeah. let it be known on social media that you've apologized to mm-hmm. him? You're obviously trying to do something right now that has to do with your brand. So mm-hmm. again, for me, you know, in the words of his big brother Jay Z, we don't believe you. We need more people. Yes. Like you're way too fraudulent right now. Even the whole, oh, I had no idea, you know, uh push a T knew about the whole Adidas thing. I wasn't the one who told him, or I don't want anyone in my can to have beef anyone. I'm about positive energy. No, you're about promoting yourself. Fair. You're about being counterculture. You want to be the ultimate contrarian, even when it means detrimenting, you know, the feelings of your of a lot of people within your family. It's like the whole MAGA right. thing, the whole, you know, um, I like Donald Trump, et cetera, et cetera. Like <laughs> all that just to be counterculture, man, like it's not worth it. It's like, okay, get like Kanye, like, you're the most counterculture person we know. We get it. But at the same time, you're the one that's always following trends and what have you. So which one is it? Mm-hmm. I know he's suffering from bipolar disorder, but that doesn't give anyone an excuse to have a diffusion of responsibility. So when you exactly. say something as poison at, poisonous as, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, friggin' the slave, slave slavery was a choice, mm-hmm. then it's like, dude, like, come on now. Uh, really? Like, really? Like, like, is this what your your mother and educator would want you to say? Exactly. You being a black man in America, the music, half the music that you've made throughout your entire career about that kind of stuff? Come on now. You know, you brought up a good point with his mom. I think, I think that, that, that switch... Kind of happened like, mm-hmm. like it was he was progressing, but if his mom died, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I agree. If you remember before that, like you know, what I'm saying, um, he was on point. Up yeah, there. like that's crazy. Like, and <laughs> like if you look at Kanye West then mm-hmm. with college dropouts and all of that, yeah. and I'm not saying like you're gonna be the same artist. Like, obviously, right, right. you evolve and you grow, yeah. and but <coughs> it's like you did a complete changeover, bro. Yeah. Like you, you the opposite of what you came out representing, right? Yeah. And like even and just even looking down the Kanye timeline, like his mom died in 2007, so shortly after graduation came out. Yeah. And then the next year he did Aliens and Heartbreaks, still a good album, not the normal Kanye rap that we see, but mm-hmm. like it still told a good story nonetheless. Right. And then my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was a departure of Kanye content wise. Yeah. That was still a great album, like one of his best albums, especially from a production standpoint. But then, and I don't want to blame it solely on this person, nah, but nah. they didn't add. 
but they didn't add, they didn't do anything by adding anything positive. Mm. But the moment he hooked up with Kim Kardashian, oh, fuck yeah. that's when he decided oh, that you, he was going to become a walking meme and just yeah. do or say anything for publicity. The fucking Jesus came out. Piece of garbage. <laughs> Life of Pablo came out. Average, but it was just clinic. Yeah. Clinic. Odom walked up in there. Look right. at him. Humphreys walked up in there. Look at him. Yeah. Ye walked up in there. Yo, Look at him. The only gangster that came that went through there and came out living was the game. That nigga was like, I'm not sticking around. Yeah, because he just yeah. hit him with the okie doke real quick. What we talking about niggas that sit there? Yo, James hatch. Harden survived. He got the MVP last yeah. season. How long he was with um Chloe for though? He for a minute? For a minute, yeah. It's hot minute. French was there too. And yeah. French was there, yeah. The niggas just jump in and jump out. Now Tristan Thompson put a ring on it. I mean, oh, he's deep. I don't yo, know. Shout out to Branson. Yo, shout out to Branson. <laughs> yo, Branson finds ways to trump itself all the time, and I love <laughs> it. <laughs> He's not disappointing me, Brampton. Oh, shit. oh my God. I'm in Brampton right now. You know? Yo, Brampton. Yo, shout out to Beach Hub, man. Like, I don't know niggas, how y'all do it, man. When y'all set hard. the bar low, y'all set it low, man. Damn. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Like, subterranean, man. Like, yeah, shut up. Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Shout out to Beach Hub, uh, man. Yo, the, 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 the home of blunt ignorance, man. Like, Kids wanted to be gangster, yet they live in two door garage homes or garage cable or Rogers cable. Come on, man. She's acting like Tariq from from Power, man. Come yeah, on, yeah. You, you got too much to be a gangster. You right. got too much to lose. Exactly. Relax, but anyways, that, that that's besides the point, man. <laughs> like go, going back to Kanye, man. Like I feel like all that stuff went downhill when he started dating Kardashian. Yeah, Again, man. not yep. blaming her entirely for it, but, but that didn't help. We and you, you just wanted whipped. to you just wanted to be a walking meme yeah, at that we point. Blaming you, Kardashian, for real. Fuck out of like it. when Jay Z separates himself. From Kanye, <laughs> that's when you know something is wrong. Jay's like, I'm out of here. What? Yeah, fuck with that. Oh, and and he was doing all this just so he could he could compete against Drake. I mean, these guys had it out for Drake for how long now? Like who, Kanye? For, yeah, for almost a decade. But I didn't understand what his problem with Drake is. Like, <laughs> he, yeah, you know what? I feel like he thinks that Drake was the one who was going to occupy his spot, basically. Because think about it like this. Now, this just came to mind. He went head-to-head with 50 Cent in that whole sales battle back in 07, right? Mm. And when Graduation did better than than Curtis, that kind of signified the end of gangster rap being in the forefront of hip-hop, right? (laughs) So Kanye probably felt like he took 50's place in that. And there's some conspiracies going on that Universal was the one that did that whole sales bidding thing in the first place, which makes sense because Def Jam and Interscope are all under Universal anyway. But anyways, that's a separate story for for another pod. Now, going to Drake... Drake was the leader of the new school in 2009, yeah. whereas 2009 Kanye was kind of like a veteran at that point, right? right. And he was leading the way for guys or paving the way for guys like Drake and what have you. Yeah. And so, uh, what's it called? Best I Ever Had came out. It was off of So Far Gone, his first mix, not his first mixtape, but his big mixtape, I should say. That song was fire. Um, it was fire, man. It's flames. I love that song. And the song went as high as number two. It's building so much buzz because of the fact that he was an indie artist doing so much Billboard history at the moment. And he was like, a lot of people were comparing him to Kanye mm. and other rappers and what have you. So I guess Kanye saw that as a way of him being like, oh, no, this guy's coming from my place. But what does Kanye do? He takes advantage of Drake's fandom for him and says that he's going to direct the video for Best I Ever Had. And we all saw how that Trash. video turned out. Yo. That was a Trash. buffoonery video. Trash man. video. So we're Broke like, okay, heart. Kanye, like, what was I love your, that song. Yeah, like, oh, fuck. Like, Kanye, what was your vision on that? Like, you should have gotten Director X on that shit. Facts. You know what I mean? Drake let him do it. Yeah. Too. But, and then, so, and then that same year, Jay Z puts out the Blueprint 3. The first single off of that album was supposed to be off that with Drake, because Drake was on the hook for that record. 
but then maybe a few months later, instead the first single is Run This Town oh, featuring yeah, yeah. Rihanna and Kanye, produced by Kanye. Mm. So a lot of people are saying that Kanye got in his ear and said, nah, don't give Drake the first single. Let me have that. Let me have that. So that's what that's happened. And so too. he's been at Drake's throat ever since. I mean, it was Drake and Wayne that decided that they were going to do the double album. But then instead it became uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Kanye no. and Hove. Okay. Yeah. So, again, there's always some sort of competition that he's trying to have with Drake. And Drake doesn't want it. He doesn't care to have a competition, right. uh, co- like competition with him. He doesn't need to. But Drake's so, in a different class. He's like, in a, yeah. yeah, he's in a different class. a different class. draft class. Like, Definitely. Kanye, just chill, bro. Yeah, but that's, what, that's what I was going to say. Like, at the end of the day, sometimes you just got to, like, let somebody else because I mean you're not gonna have you're not gonna sit on the throne forever like, no you're yeah. not <laughs> like you know what I'm saying we've like, seen this with rap like, exactly yeah. that's just how it is that's just how it is like it's a young boys game mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like <coughs> and Drake. it's like why would you even my bad for cutting you goody mm-hmm. but it's like why would you even have to worry about it because you know you look at you look at the icons Jay-Z could still sell at a show yeah yeah like, <laughs> like, like for me yeah. like our generation like even <coughs> our generation like yeah. Kanye was the was the best, yeah. yeah like, Kanye is the best rapper so, of so our generation. So Drake is probably the best of this generation, right. the younger generation, obviously. Yeah. But it's like, <clears throat> like this know, decade has been his basically. Yeah. yeah like, that boy's so, crazy. So it's like, why do you need to even or, take it there? Or some you know, some niggas might get mad at me and say Kendrick or something, but or maybe the most popular. Drake's the biggest. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, oh, no, it's I true. No, mean, I know yeah, exactly yeah, what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. No, I say the same thing all the time. Yeah. I say in terms of popularity, Drake he, is the, the biggest, biggest artist of this biggest. current decade. Yeah, by but far. in terms of like skill and what have you, it's Kendrick, right? Yeah. So like <clears throat> I always separate the two because of the fact that being the hottest artist doesn't mean that you're you're the best artist. It just yeah, means yeah, that you're the most popular. And that goes to Drake easily, hands down. Yeah, so he's the it's most popular. Close. Kendrick would be the next closest. But even then, it would kind of be by a bit of a stretch because Drake has always been mainstream mm-hmm. since day one. Yeah. Kendrick just started getting mainstream maybe like a year ago at best, if yeah. anything. So he's yeah. just now having what, what Drake has had for the last 10 years, basically. Right. Yeah, but... <clears throat> Nonetheless, yeah, Kanye's off his rocker, man, and yeah, that boy crazy. needs help. And I'm not trying to hear it anymore. I don't even care. Like I, I'm, I I've canceled Kanye. Talking about six nine on the radio when he went to Chicago. I think we talking about the same one you were talking about before. Yeah. And he was like, "Yo, they talk about six nine the troll. Nah, I'm the troll. I'm the one who wore the Trump hat. Y'all uh, forgot about that. God. Look at this fucking coon, yo." Uh, I'm telling you, man, stop eating King K's pussy like that, man. Like, just, <laughs> just, just, just give it a break. Like if you, that's what you do, that's what you do. I'm not gonna knock nobody, but oh, just yeah, just like, just fall back a little bit, yeah, man. Like, <laughs> oh boy, it's fucking the sex doll. She look like a sex doll. Wow, <laughs> she don't look like a human anymore. My goodness. And on that note, <laughs> look like a sex. We're doll. gonna go to our next subject. What are you gonna do our final you one. Me to death. He gonna fight me. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga just gonna yell. You know what, God? Listen. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> Who's your girlfriend? You don't have a celebrity girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you agree or disagree, crazy. hit He's me up crazy. on social media. I he emptied out at Cool Radio CC. The boy and emptied a whole closet and said, "Yo, these clothing is trash." I wish does that. <laughs> How you do that to a female? Like for real, bro? What? Listen, guys, we gotta get That's to the final crazy. topic of the day, man. The final to- the the final segment of the evening, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that is Wankster of the Week, and we're going to get into it just like this. Now, this week's Wankster of the Week, this one is a collective Wankster, okay? I can't just give it to one person. It goes to multiple people, a conglomerate of people. 
And I'm giving the Wednesday of the week to all the people who decided to ruin all their Nike apparel after oh, the shit. Colin Kaepernick campaign came out. Now, <laughs> in case you're wondering why you're seeing a high number of, you know, burned clothing, third degree burns on skin and what have you throughout social media this past week is because of the fact that. Amidst the, uh, the, the 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 discussion happening around Colin Kaepernick's uh, ad campaign for Nike, a lot of Nike owners have decided to burn or cut off the logos of their Nike apparel. Now, they've been doing this in droves, and they've been doing this in numbers, and they've done it to the most extreme point, even as far as one gentleman in the States having burned his feet because the the shoes were on his feet while he was burning them. <laughs> and then, and then there's me. another case where Please another individual... He's not, <laughs> he's not a white guy. <laughs> and there's another situation of another person burning their entire house down because they were burning their shoes inside the house during it. this. <laughs> so my thing is this, guys. My thing is this. If you want to protest... <laughs> the whole Colin Kaepernick campaign and Nike as a whole for their affiliation with Colin Kaepernick. Go ahead and protest, but do it wisely. Mm. One way of protesting is to actually suspend your 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 purchasing of Nike apparel and just buy the competition. You know, buy from the competition. So Adidas, Reebok, Brooks, Asics. Not Converse though, because they're owned by Nike, so you'll be working backwards. So don't do that. You could do that. Or if you already have Nike apparel, give it away to like Goodwill or, or Amity or something like that. You know what I mean? Because you obviously don't have any use for it. But don't ruin your clothes by cutting off the swoosh or burning it. You know why? Because Nike already has your money. Facts. They don't give a shit. All right? They don't give a shit. Not one flying Elmer Fudd, Porky Pig looking, Bugs Bunny in the Tweety Show, Animaniacs, Pinky in the Brain looking ass idiots. Like, they don't care. They don't. They you spent your four your forty nine ninety nine at Foot Locker. You spent your one seventy five ninety six at Sport Check. They are good as long as the residuals are rigging in. You can do fuck all with it. Remember when people were stomping over the albums of NWA during their tour? They didn't give a shit because they bought them. They're already number one on the Billboard. They've already done their work. So instead of buying the clothes and deforming them, make yourself look like an idiot. Then won't you actually give your clothes away or stop buying the Nike apparel anymore and stop burning yourselves out here? You guys are looking like bacon, man. Like, stop Dude, it. His feet, stop it already. Burn his house now. Like, yeah, like at the end of the day, like <laughs> whose man's is that? I don't. I don't know. Who I don't know. You? you know what? It, it's it's crazy Republican redneck white people. That's what it comes down to at the end of the day. That, that's <laughs> oh, really the, what it is. The Trump fan. I, 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 I didn't see no no black people protesting this or <laughs> anyone else. No black person. But either way, I am giving these idiots. The collective wanks of the week. Do they deserve it? Of course they do. I'm going to drop it one more time just like this. Gentlemen, your take on this, please. Oh, Lord God. <laughs> Old McDonald had a farm. Yeah, yeah, yo. <laughs> yeah, like. Bro, like, aye, aye, aye. like you burned you. your fucking feet, nigga. And you burned your house. Is that serious? What kind of money you got? <laughs> <laughs> That's why you know the hate is real. When like, you're, he's when like, you're willing like, to. Burn yourself or your yeah. home for your your hate for something or someone. Or like that's real hate. I'll, I'll give you a superhero. You think you in a Marvel film? Like they thought they were Luke Cage. Pretty much, it's like, bro. It's like, well, you already stated the facts. Like you already bought it. 
Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like why do they care? I okay. wish I worked for Nike. I'll just watch the <coughs> clip, look at it, laugh, <coughs> put it on my page. Hey, you know what the joke is? Like, the people burning all their clothes and their shoes and, and everything else, like, they're not the type of crowd that Nike would, would cater to anyway. Exactly. So, uh, so you were... <laughs> idiotic. Facts. Like, my nigga, like, like, what drove you to do that? Like, Probably I guarantee... jogs burn I, the, 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 <laughs> his feet. Yeah, like one of them dudes that jog. Yeah, right. I guarantee yeah. they probably sending Nike fan mail right now. You know what, Nike? I'm not buying your shit anymore. God damn it! I had enough for you, Nike. <laughs> Cut the malarkey, guys. Come Cut on, this now. goddamn nigga. <laughs> With the fucking cowboy hat, Confederate flag. Right, all right. North Dakota. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I'm burning it down, and I'm gonna call Trump. Like, bro, like how you make like what you said the insurance, my nigga. Like I was protesting and I burned my house That's down. Crazy. Like if I, if one of the dude that got to talk to you, I'll be like, my nigga, here's what I'm gonna tell you. And you're a redneck, so I know you're used to this. Godspeed. <laughs> Godspeed, nigga. Oh, bad. Because I don't know what the fuck to tell you. You burnt your house down trying to protest against Nike. For what? For freedom of speech. For what, bro? That's like, really? And now your feet have freedom because you have no shoes to bear them under. <laughs> With that being said. I hope you got severe burns, though. <coughs> yeah. Oh, no. I've seen some of the pictures. They're they're pretty bad. bad. It, it looks like the, 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 the end tip of bacon. You know that, that yellow part right there? Yeah, it's shit hotter yeah, than the devil it, right now. It looks but you, pretty you bad. Light, so hold on. You light the shoes on fire. The shoes are probably made out of some of the most flammable things there is. And you light the shoes on fire with your feet in and it. And you just cooling. <laughs> My nigga. What the fuck wrong with this dude? Yeah. Summertime, your feet in the summer. Yeah, no water nearby. You like no AC, no. nothing. Wow. No, he didn't. He didn't. Cl- he didn't plan that out clearly. And I, I, I want to see the one with where the guy burned his house down. Like I want to hear your explanation. He's married. His who? wife should leave him. Yeah. Who, oh yeah. He was single. I mean, I would say she should take everything except the kitchen sink, but there is no kitchen sink to take yeah, anymore. <laughs> Just leave him, man. <laughs> On that note, gentlemen, we got to end tonight's show. So I want to thank y'all for for coming through, man. Y'all are welcome to come through. Anytime you want, Jay Good, you already know. Yeah, Knock. Welcome, welcome to the uh, the open door policy of yeah, Cool Radio. Thank <laughs> you. Um, where can the people find you on social media? Oh man, em right now. I'm promoting that Flash Summer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, so hit me up, man. Hit the like, share, whatever you do, man. On Facebook, same thing. Knock him. You know what I'm saying? Spelled the simplest. So I don't need to do that for you. Come on, make me proud. You know what I mean, so yeah, mm-hmm. man. The gram and Facebook. Right, ready. That's what's up. Goody, what about you? J underscore Goody, number three on um, Instagram. Jermaine Goody on, on the YouTube page. Put J Good Clearview on Google. Mm-hmm. Album will pop up. All the songs will pop up. Spotify, you all ready. That's what's up. <laughs> and you guys already know where you can find me. You can find me on all on multiple social social media platforms at Cool Radio CC. Make sure you hit up the, the SoundCloud for the podcast. <laughs> we are on SoundCloud. We are on Google Play. We're working on on uh, Apple or uh, iTunes right now. So keep uh, staying tuned for that. Either way, you guys already know what it is, man. Cool Radio is a division of Cool Click Media and Entertainment, reminding you each and every day that we are out here creating our own legacies. Keep it gravy and wavy. We are out of here. Peace. Cool.